0: I think we should dive right into these interviews and hear from uh, some of the best, what they're doing uh, in their, you know, events, what's worked, how, how you know, people are shifting digitally. So um, Trevor's been a great story, as, as many of you heard from over the years, grew his practice by over 10 times in a 10 year period, actually finished um, uh, around 2.8 million last year in 2019 and uh, now is a a D2 coach and he's helping people implement these things and and do marketing. So Trevor, thanks for being on and uh, letting us interview you today.
1: You can see and hear me.
0: Yes, I can hear you great. Um, Looks like you're sending video, so we're good, my friend. So um, let's, let's go through the essence of events and um let, let's talk about a few different aspects so first you know trevor you did so many different types of events in your practice over uh many many years so let let's go back to what kind of events you were doing and and what really worked from those events
1: yeah well i mean it's it's uh, evolved right especially uh from from 2010 to last year we you know i think one thing i would put out there for all the advisors that are on the call or are going to be listening on the replay is do events um that's how you're going to get better but you've got to be willing to to be terrible initially and we certainly were terrible i mean you know we had all those same problems we had not as many people showing up as we wanted um we, we had you know the wholesaler combo events where it was so awkward i was just like cringing. Um, I also had multiple events in the beginning where not enough guests came. So, but I figured it out through trial and error. I I think the good thing here for a lot of advisors now is like learn from my mistakes. Um, but we did every type of event you could possibly imagine. I mean, literally big events, small events, education events, Believe it or not, I even did an event on an annuity. I mean, good gosh, that had to have been the worst event anyone's ever done of all time with a wholesaler. Technology worked sometimes. Technology didn't work. Um, So we learned a lot from that. And then once we figured out what did work, we consistently replicated those events. And it was all about a process, and we got really good at that process and that system.
0: So let, let's talk about that. How did you decide on these events? Because you, you've tried many different things. You narrowed down some things that work. So what was that decision process like?
1: Well, I think it was, you know, based on data and results, obviously. But it's, all, it's more to it than that. And I talk about this all the time. I'm sure a lot of folks on the, the call or video have heard my story. But I, I always think it comes down to two questions. How many people know what you do? Like really, truly know what you do as an elite CFP or someone that delivers comprehensive financial advice above and beyond just people knowing, knowing that you're in investments or insurance or something like that. And did you expand that number of people uh, in, 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 you know, you're trying to expand that number of people every day. I consider that a successful event not if I got a brand new client or two new clients three months after. So I think the, the first, and, first and foremost is how many people came? Was it your best clients? Did you deepen that relationship? Were you able to leverage social media, especially now? And then were there guests there? So additional new qualified people know about your practice or know what you do. To me, that is a successful event.
0: You know, the I like what you said, the data. Paying attention to these events that that what do you get out of them? What was our investment in the event? What was the return on, on the event? I think that's really important lesson for advisors there that um, uh, sometimes events that advisors are doing, they don't lead to anything. If you really evaluate it and pay attention to it. Gosh, is it really, uh, you know, is it really worth it to do this one? Sometimes other events just lead to really great things. So um, so. So for the things that, that you did do, what was the process like for planning these events out, running these events? You know, what was your role? What was the team's role in getting ready for these things?
1: Yeah, so um, first and foremost, you want to have fun. That is what people want to do. They want to have fun. And I'm, I'm currently doing a, my Marketing Minute series right now on events, so if you're not on that, you know, shoot me an email. I'll get you on my email list, or just subscribe to the D2 channel and, and check out all those videos. But look, you, you have to think about it uh, from from different perspectives here. So from my perspective, uh, it's very different now that I have a five and a two-year-old and everything else that's going on in my life. So if you want me to virtually come to your event, or if it's in person, it's got to be something that grabs my attention, Christina's attention. And we're like, wow, that sounds cool. That would be a fun evening and worth it for us to get a babysitter and do all the things that we've got to do to be able to attend that event. So just keep that in mind. No one wants to attend an event virtually or otherwise on, you know, anything related to education. So I can tell you, as many events as we did in my practice, it was very rare that we did something on education. There had to be a huge catalyst. So we did a social security event every other year because there was such an interest in that topic. Otherwise, I mean, look, no one wants to hear, this is my opinion, I mean, very few people want to hear or go really deep into, you know, what the market's doing or how you can tweak your asset allocation. And by the way, any of those clients that really want to hear that, I probably don't want them as clients. <laughs> so that's that's number one. It has to be a super cool, fun event. Like that goes without saying. You've got to figure out how to wow clients, make it memorable, take pictures, have something at the end. You know, if you're doing a bourbon event, you're going to give them a, a bottle of bourbon with something etched on it, specifically gifts that last. Um, So, you know, you get that extra marketing component. You've got to figure out how to leverage social media. That's something we did really good early on with retirement parties and birthday lunches and taking pictures and tagging people. And I was like, holy cow, my advisor's not taking me out for a birthday lunch or doing this event. Um, But so, so have fun. And, and I, you know, I think that goes without without saying. I'll pause because I have a couple of thoughts on what advi- the biggest mistake advisors make, which is probably the same uh, that, that you have, John.
0: Yeah, yeah. Let, let's do that. Let, let's hit real quick. Um, we talked about the big gaps are, are usually in before the events, after the events. So we'll probably hit on a lot of those. So let, let's let's talk about before the events. What what are some of the critical things that you did? And what are some of the mistakes that advisors can make before an event?
1: Yeah, so this is the most important thing. And I, I talk about it in my marketing, video, marketing minute video that's going out this Friday. And I made this, so by the way, I made all of these mistakes and then some, okay? It, the, the invite almost doesn't matter at all. No one at, at this point pays that much attention to an invite. OK, we used to spend all this money to send out invites in the mail. That's a complete waste of money unless it's a very, very high end specialized event. Don't waste money there. What we did is we figured out how to be compliant and we would get the get the invite and then we would get it approved and we would send it out and we would spend we would spend a lot more time on the email, getting people's attention through the subject line and, and saying something funny with two or three paragraphs. People aren't going to read more than that at least trying to get their attention. But even that, a lot of people aren't gonna pay attention. They're, they're either gonna see it and then they're gonna forget about it or they won't even read or open that email or they just delete it. The most important part of an event, I think it's of anything, is the follow-up call right, af- right after the invite. And I'd be glad to role-play that or you can see it in my marketing minute video, but we would send out this invite with an email attached to it. And then the next week we're calling to promote. My team is. And we're breaking up the clients who we're calling. We, have a, we had a specialized way that we called. We were direct. And, and, you know, it's like you said, John, you hear this from advisors all the time where they're not getting the right clients, not enough clients, and especially guests. And the reason for that is very, very um, obvious. It's because you're not asking for what you want. Clients most of them are not going to read your mind, right? There are some clients that, of course, they're just referral magnets. They want people to come, and you want to invite those people all the time. They're super influential. Everyone else, you've got to tell them what you want, and that's how we did it was in that follow-up call to, to make sure they got the invite. Tell them how great the event was going to be, and then tell them what we wanted.
0: Yeah, you're nailing some, some big big points here. Just the, the the item everyone should pay attention to is that, look, listen, busy, successful people for them to take the time for one of your events. I mean, it's it's that's a lot. And then on top of that, uh, for them to invite other people, I mean, it's very unlikely for it to happen on 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 its own. So, Trevor, let, let's go through that. I mean, what what are some of the elements you would do? You know, personally inviting somebody to an event. You know, what does that sound like to get them over that hurdle of, of should I even do this and should I even put it in the effort to invite other people?
1: Yeah, so, you know, w- what we would do is we would, and, and you know, it, depended on, it depends on the event, but I would always have and role play this with my team because I wanted them to do it in a specific way. But I still would make some of those calls to certain clients but the way that we did it would be something like this. Hey, John, Trevor Shakiba here. How are you, man? Great. Awesome. Hey, I'll, I'm calling. I wanted to make sure that you got my invite. I know how much you and Kathleen love fine wine and food. In fact, you, out of all of my clients, probably know more about wine and fine food than anyone. So I wanted to make sure that you got my invite. We just emailed that, that out. Did you get that? Yep, sure did. And then they Yep. Awesome, man. Well, I I wanted to make a quick call, let you know how excited I am to have you guys there. I hope you're going to attend or planning to attend. We're trying to get a final head count on who's coming, how much food, really understand uh, that part of the event. The other thing I want to ask, John, is, is a big favor for you to invite some other super classy people just like yourself that really enjoy wine and food because we're putting a lot of effort into this and uh, and just let me know but for now are you do you think you're attending and and anyone that's coming with you
0: you know i wasn't sure but gosh this sounds amazing i think i I need to be there and uh, i got a couple of neighbors that are foodies and winos like me and kathleen so gosh uh uh, i'll forward email to them see if they can come out too
1: awesome awesome so here's what i'm gonna do i'm gonna put you down tentatively what do you think for six? sure sounds great awesome so i'm going to go ahead and put you down hope they can come john even if they can't no worries i'm so excited to see you and kathleen there just let me know give us some advance notice on that but man look forward to seeing you in a couple weeks
0: so that's huge there i mean what a difference in just getting a random email uh invite or receiving something in the mail i think that that's a big gap that advisors have there's not the personal introduction so think about it, Trevor would take the time to personally make that call. And that's a big gap that a lot of, a lot of practices have. Now, uh, I like, you know, what Trevor said, he leveraged his team sometimes to make some of these. Now, Trevor himself would call the most important uh, clients or connectors. And as you go down from there, you can segment and have other people on your team uh, do the same, but be careful not to delegate too much in marketing. Yes, setting up the vent and those things, that's 100% you, you can delegate. You can even delegate someone tracking the investment and the return on investment in there. But you personally inviting people is such a critical, critical part on the front end here. Now, how about the back end, Trevor? What's, um, uh, what's some best practices to follow up with people after events and maybe what's some um, um, some gaps or or fails that advisors are having on the back end?
1: Yeah, so this is the second piece. Again, it assumes a phenomenal experience and event. You have to deliver there. Again, have a ton of fun. Whatever it's going to be, it needs to be fantastic, right? Memories. You want to create memories, too. I didn't really mention that. Try to create memories. Um, but what what I would do at an event was never bring up business besides maybe a welcome and that uh, and maybe a short commercial depending on the event. Okay. But business always comes up as you're making the rounds and you're talking to people and shaking hands. But this is the second biggest mistake is for whatever reason, people don't follow up or they don't do it in a very timely manner. And so we would always follow up. It was a big deal. Whenever the event was held is I wanted to, I wanted my team to create leads immediately. And, and for us, it was, you know, different from advisor to advisor, but I like, I was old school. I wanted it on a piece of paper, name, email, phone number, who did they come with? And then I'm following up immediately, John, because the longer you wait, it's like an exponential decrease every day. Yes. So if if you think you're going to wait a week or two weeks, it's very unlikely. They may actually forget who you are by that point, but it's a real easy call. If you follow up, if you do a great event, and you follow up, you know, you do the event Thursday or, or Friday, and you're following up Monday afternoon, right? Or it could be even sooner than that. It's a very easy call. Again, we'll be glad to role play that. But um, and, you know, you, you just gotta you gotta immediately follow up. And I like your idea of following up with the clients first because it's super valuable for them to bring those people. Maybe you do that right after the event and then you follow up that next, uh, after the weekend with the, with the guest.
0: Yeah, it's, it's a, uh, that exponential decline over time. I think it's big. Uh, I, I built most of my practice from, you know, it was referrals, but a lot of it was through events. I manufactured access to people and, uh, did it through events. And I noticed every 24 hours that was weighted to follow up, there was a 50% decline in follow-up rate. So if it didn't happen within 24 hours, it drops by 50%. 24 hours after that, there's a 25% chance. 24 hours after that, there's a 12.5% chance. And it kept declining. So I even found that if I did an event on Thursday evening, if I was waiting until Monday or Tuesday to follow up, they were like, John who? So it's a great point that if you're gonna have an event Reserve time the morning after to follow up with people. And that's when you got to make those calls, send texts, emails, write handwritten notes, whatever's gonna happen, that's the key. Because remember, when you get back to the office, you're probably gonna be busy. You're gonna have stuff going on. You're gonna have client meetings. And um, that's the danger here, is that the follow up doesn't happen. So reserve time with your team, make sure it happens. These are awesome, awesome tips, Trevor. Um, I highly recommend getting on his emails. If you're not, the, the Friday videos have been fantastic. Um, they're free for now, so enjoy them. <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, just email us or you can email me, email Trevor, if you want to get on those. So um, really great insights, Trevor. Thanks so much for being on here.
1: You bet. All the best.